0: I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho. Santa Claus is here. Huddle up. You got to build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here.
1: What's going on, Raider Nation? Micah, Tyler, and that sultry voice of Birch bringing you another episode of the Behind the Eyepatch podcast. Uh, gentlemen, uh, I don't... I, where do you begin? Where do you begin? Uh, welcomes are in order. Uh, welcome, Birch. Yes, Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for coming back on. Uh, it is a fairly miserable time within Raider Nation. So uh, before we get to that, guys, you want to get on the podcast, give us a call. 208-557-9771. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it back here on the podcast. In fact... Um, if I can stop tossing stuff on my desk, we will uh, get to a call here momentarily from John. Or shoot us a message on find us at Twitter, at BehindEyePatch on Twitter. Shoot us a message on Facebook. Just search for the group page behind the eye patch on Facebook. Leave us a message. Give us a call. We'll play it back here on the show. We will talk about it. We will mull it over. We will chop it up and we will decide. Uh, If your thoughts are any good or not. And then you can decide if our thoughts are any good or not. And if they're not, then so be it, I guess. (laughs) There you go. So anyway, guys, let's just get right into it. The travesty that happened in Oakland on Sunday. What is
2: there to really get into? Honestly, we can't score any points in the second half and we suck. (laughs) There
1: you go. See, now you're chopping it up, Tyler. That's what I'm talking about. You can take that or leave it. For all I care. Welcome, Bert. Yeah, Bert. (laughs) Good to be back. Fantastic. (laughs) You know,
3: it's like this whole every game is like a dang roller coaster. You know, we jump out of the gates, score a touchdown or get some points. And then like I text you guys in the group chat. Hey, it's time to go conservative. After the first drive, we scored seven ball games over. We might as well just, you know, stop doing what was working. And I feel like every game, I'm afterwards I gotta talk to my therapist and go through the stages of grieving. <laughs> most and by of the therapist,
2: time, he means us.
3: Yeah, most of the time I'm uh, in the anger stage. Right. I don't get to the acceptance stage. You know, I just stay in that anger stage, and it's it's frustrating.
1: What well, the most frustrating thing to me is, I thought after the Jets game there wasn't any possible way that like we could lose in a worse manner. Then we go to Kansas City. And we lose in a worse manner. And then we have our souls taken during the Titans game the following week where we think, hey, if there's a time to win, it's right now and own the tiebreaker against Tennessee and get back on track. Nay, not so fast, my friends. The offense doesn't show up in the second half. The defense, of course, doesn't show up in the second half. And just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, Jacksonville came to town, and with first and ten, with two oh five left at their thirty-five yard line, and all they have is one timeout. Carr slides for a first down, he throws up the Charles Woodson sign, everybody celebrating. You think the game is over? Little did we realize in a minute and a half, Jacksonville would go up to take the lead, and literally just tear the soul out of Oakland. A fitting way to get messed over by the refs at the end, to get messed over by the defense in the end, and to complete the trifecta messed over by the offense. <laughs> Once again, in the second half, I, I, like, I didn't think it could get any worse, but Oakland continues to find new and exciting and creative ways to let its fan base down this year. And I'm just tired of it, man. I'm just... Like, I don't know why I'm surprised anymore. I can't I don't know why I got excited after we got the first down with 205 left. Because Oakland just goes out and just like lays down in all three phases of the game after that. Two missed field goals back to back. Um, the defense lets them march down the field in a minute and a half. The offense gets a delay of game. Granted, the refs messed us over, but still, the whole second half. Guys, we had 10 drives into Jacksonville's territory that game. 10 drives. And we mustered 16 points out of that. No points in the second half, again, for the second week in a row. uh, Against a defense that's not good. Against a team that's lost five straight games. That's just sad. That, That should have been a 31. By the time they scored a touchdown, Jacksonville did, we should have had about 31 points on the board. But instead... Uh, we go conservative. We go vanilla. I don't know. I, I, you know, blame who you want. I think the whole offense is at fault, including Derek Carr. Some people don't see it that way. It's the defense still. It's not having weapons around him. So uh, yeah, at this point, I kind of just throw Forty-five my- yards passing
2: in the second half. Forty-five yards. He had two hundred and twenty-two yards passing in the first half. That was aggressive. That was awesome. It was good to watch. There were still some plays left to be desired. But forty-five yards of passing? Not like know. Minshew did that on the final drive. Right. For crying. Right. i like, how many how many times do you want the defense to pull out like three and outs during that game? Right. How many? How many like they had several. I and was told that you're supposed times, to... Yeah. How many times, how, like how much more did you want from them that game? The, right. the people that are calling on the defense in that game need a head check.
1: Yep. I, I mean,
3: you, hold, you held Jacksonville to 75 yards the entire first half. Darren Waller had 105 yards receiving at halftime. I know we blame Carr, we blame the defense, we blame everybody... How about the play calling? The second half play calling, the in-game adjustments are terrible. They suck. They've sucked all year, and I don't know. Something needs to change with that. Gruden needs to – I mean, they can't make adjustments at halftime. Other teams adjust to what we're doing, and then we disappear. But we can't do the same to them. I don't know. It's frustrating. That's
1: a great point. And that doesn't get talked about enough, I think, Bert, your point, because we always have We're quick to blame the defense – um, or say, oh, Carr doesn't have enough wide receivers. Well, What? You know, at some point, though, like you said, we're putting up massive numbers in the first half. Why? Why can't we continue that in the second half? Some of that has to fall on the coaching, and that seems to get swept aside. And I don't know if it's just because we all love Gruden so much, so we're not willing to, you know, shoulder have him shoulder any of that blame. But at this point, everybody's at fault. You can't look. You nobody is blameless. I don't care. If if you're a you know part of Car Nation, if you think Car is is the future of this team, that, that was that loss was Car's fault as well. Car was not blameless in that, and and if you still think that, um, I I don't know, uh, you know, I, I the defense letting Minshew and company go down the field in in 90 seconds and score a touchdown, just bam 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 bam, is ridiculous. So I blame them. I blame our our offense the whole second half for not being able to put up any zero points zero points again 10 drives into jacksonville's territory that game 10 drives we were in jacksonville's territory and the best we could come up with was 16 points that's insanity and at some point some of that blame's got to be laid at car's feet and whether you like that or not whether that makes you comfortable or not i don't care because sometimes the truth just hurts and the truth is that that Car or shoulders, some of that responsibility, some of that blame. And it's now even worse because – you know what makes it worse, guys? Is We're still in the playoff picture. We're still technically, statistically, we have a shot at the playoffs. And that almost – I feel like it's a slow death at this point because I'm like – I wish we weren't almost because now – I have to, you know, I, I have to go watch, and I'm hoping and excited. And what happens if we win our last two games and we still miss out? What happens if we get to the end of the at the end of the season and it's like, boy, well, if we had beaten Jacksonville when we were up there, uh, with 205 left to play in first down, uh, we'd be in the playoffs right now. Like, ugh, I I it's just so frustrating. It's such a frustrating, fitting way to go out of Oakland. Um, you guys
2: know how many yards we held Leonard Fournette to on the ground.
1: It was under 50, wasn't it? It was
2: under 50. 40, 45 or 47. If you would have told me that we hold Leonard Fournette to that, Minshew doesn't throw for over 300, and we still lose that game, you're I'm telling you, you need to go get an MRI on your head because you're having a stroke. Because that is, <laughs> I mean, that is just seriously. When we heard that it was Lawson starting across from Trayvon Mullen, and we heard that uh Worley was out, so we're playing safety. Our safeties are Dallin Levitt and who was the other? Uh Curtis Riley and Eric Harris. Those were our safeties that game. I was like, Minshew's going to go for 400 yards, but they didn't. He didn't. He went for – it was under 200, I think. I, I don't know the exact stat, but I know Ford, Fournette was under 50 yards rushing. It was 45 or 47, something like that. But that's enough to stop a team from winning, in my opinion. But we couldn't come out and score in the second half. 45 Let me, yards of passing. Yeah. It's just, and it's not even all car. Like, it's just like it, it's Gruden. It's, I mean, everybody's like, oh, we need to fire uh, Olsen, the the offensive coordinator. Well, guys, guess what? He doesn't call anything. He has no bearing on anything. He's there for verbiage and things like that. Like, he's not calling plays. It's not his fault. Why are you firing him? If you're going to fire somebody, fire the defensive coordinator who can't develop talent or call a game other than zone defense all game. He actually brought a few blitzes in this past game, brought some some pressure on Minshew, and guess what? He made some mistakes, except for the last pass he threw, which was to Conley in the end zone, and they went on to win. Um, but, yeah, just disappointing. Like, you'd like to win your last game in Oakland ever, at least for 30 years before they move back. So, I don't know. That's <laughs> just disappointing. So, I looked it up
3: really quick. Guess how many points in the second half we have scored over the last five games? I'm
1: gonna go six. Tyler? I think it's ten.
3: It's twelve. Oh. We Ouch. scored nine nine against the Chiefs in the fourth quarter, which was <clears throat> excuse me, garbage time. And then oh, what was it? Three against the Jets? No, that was in the first quarter. I can't remember. Regardless, not enough points to win ball games.
1: That's ridiculous. And that and that goes back to what you were saying though, Birch why are we not making in-game adjustments that's that's other teams figuring out what we're doing on offense and and adjusting and we're just not adjusting we just keep trying to do the same thing over and over and obviously it's not working and the stats don't lie in this case um Garner Minshew outperformed Derek Carr at a better passer rating. Uh, didn't have as many yards, but had, had two touchdowns to Carr's one. Uh, Garner Minshew ended up having a rating of one hundred two point eight. Carr had a rating of 93.5. So uh, if you would have told me that, that Garner Minshew was going to outperform Derek Carr, a $25 million a year quarterback, um, that's sad. That, with, with 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 what, if you would have also thrown in there that Fournette won't rush for 50 yards and... uh uh, Gardner Minshew will he go, uh, Minshew passed for two hundred and one yards. If you are yeah. thrown those stats in there and said, "But he'll still outperform Derek Carr," I said, "You're crazy. You're crazy. No way." Yeah,
3: and Fournette crazy. had forty two yards.
1: Yeah, forty two yards, averaging what two point <laughs> eight yards per carry. That's insane. And yet, so so the defense did its job. In fact, that was last week a big thing people were talking about. They were like, "Look, you know, the defense has to give Carr more option uh, opportunities." Okay, I thought six opportunities last week against Tennessee was ample opportunity to go and get points, but apparently not. So the defense does their job one week. What what more proof do you want? The offense got time and time again opportunities to go down and put that game away, put that game out of reach, and couldn't do it. So blame coaching, blame the wide receivers, put some blame on card. It really doesn't matter because everybody's to blame at this point. With on the offensive side of the ball, with that kind of showing, I was actually pretty impressed with the defense all game. I thought, wow, they're, they're getting it done. Um, the offense just couldn't put it away. I finally put into words because this has been a big thing, guys, recently with oh, is is it time for car to go? Is it you know, want to keep car? To me, I, I, I told you guys this in the chat. I finally like figured out how I feel about car car is a very is a better than average quarterback but carr is not an elite quarterback an elite quarterback could put his team on his shoulders for a game or two and win games an elite quarterback elevates the play of players around him carr does not do that carr is only as good as the players around him so carr needs a an elite tight end i believe he has it He needs an elite running back. I believe he has that as well. He has a, a top 10 offensive line. I think he has that as well. But he doesn't have elite wide receivers. So instead of being able to take average wide receivers and make them at least very good, then all of a sudden Carr becomes average because Carr does not have elite talent at the wide receiver position. The last two weeks with everything that's been on the line, even now after the Steelers lost... And, and the Colts lost, and the Titans lost, if Oakland had won that game, we're right in the middle of the hunt for the playoffs again. In fact, right now, we're in, uh, tied for ninth place. We would have been in like seventh right now. So instead of being at that spot, now we're hanging on by a thread, And and you're up 16 to 13. At some point, you need actually you're up 16 to 3 at some point you need to go home and drive the dagger into the heart as an elite quarterback should be able to do that but Carr is not elite. In my opinion, he will never be elite. So are we okay with that? Are we okay with a a better than average quarterback that needs greatness around him basically. That's basically what we have to ask ourselves. Are we okay with that? Are we okay with we, we just need to make sure we have eliteness at the running back, at the tight end, at the wide receiver and at least a very very good offensive line around him. Are we okay with that? I don't think I am because I don't want to settle. I'm watching guys around the league picking their teams up and and shouldering the load and taking <coughs> their teams and, and 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 taking their teams to places like the playoffs. Quarterbacks that is. Um and I don't think I want to settle. For Derek Carr, in my opinion, I think we will one more year. But what do you guys think? What, what, what are you guys' thoughts on that?
2: Go ahead, Tyler. Um, I feel bad, kind of, for Carr in this game because really he should have iced it and we got screwed. Um, he runs for the first down. I was like, holy Moses! He just ran the football like he ran the option, the read option. And he ran it to perfection, and then we still lose. And, like, you could tell that he was pumped, but I don't – I don't know. To me, he just doesn't have I, – I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's Gruden's play calling just as putrid in the second half. Not even the second half, just – like, other than the first drive, which we went down and we scored a touchdown and we're like, all right, this is nice, and then the defense holds them to three, I, I don't I, – I'm kind of just done with Derek Carr. Does that add another hole that we have to put somebody into in the off season? Yeah, it does, which sucks because I'd much rather feel – like a cornerback slot or a safety slot or a linebacker slot or a defensive end slot. Like that's what I'd rather right. be spending my time focusing on. Not like, well, is Carr going to be able to succeed with this or not succeed with this? I just, I would much rather fill the vacancies and voids that we have without having to focus on the quarterback. And I, I, I don't think they're going to focus on the quarterback. If they take a quarterback in the draft, it's probably going to be like third round or they trade back into the second round. I really don't. I've seen a lot of mock drafts with uh, Herbert to, to the Raiders. I've seen Jordan love to the Raiders. I've seen uh, Hertz to the Raiders. I just, I don't see them spending that draft capital on a quarterback at this time because Gruden doesn't like rookie quarterbacks. He likes quarterbacks who have been in the league. He likes veterans. I just don't see him spending the draft capital on a quarterback. If it were me, I'd take Jalen Hurts because that puts some pressure behind Carr to be like, you better step up. Like He just looks too comfy no matter what he does. He's like, there's nobody else That can even play halfway as good as I play. Kaiser's not going to do that, I don't think. Even though I'd love to see him in the last couple games, just to see what we've got. But Glennon has already been benched. Why they don't just cut him? I don't know. It's like a waste of a spot, in my opinion. But I'm just. I think Carr gets. I think he'll get one more year. I would draft like a Hertz or. You know, I don't know, somebody to to put some to put some fire underneath car, get him to play better. Yeah. And maybe that's a rookie that comes in and is like, I'm going to push you for your starting job, old man. Like, this is mine. I want to start now and I want to play now. And maybe that'll light a fire under his tucus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And, I you know, um, I was talking with some guys on Facebook and we we're talking about, you know, well, what do you do you know do you, we give Carr one more year we get him some elite wide receivers and then if that doesn't work you know 2021 20, go to the draft get a you know get a quarterback and i honestly think you could do both this year i think you could get yourself an elite wide receiver in the draft let Tyrell Williams foot heal up during the offseason um get yourself a linebacker also in the first round move up into the second round and get a guy like Hurts a guy that's got some fire a guy that i think has big play Capabilities both through the air and on the ground, because that dude can book it when it comes to running. Uh, reminds me of a Lamar Jackson, of a Patrick Mahomes type quarterback. Um, uh, and then you place him right behind Carr, and, and then Carr understands look, there's probably about at least a third or a half of Raider Nation that wants to see this guy play immediately. Um, so I better start coming out here and slinging the rock and 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 throwing it down, or else I'm gonna find myself on the bench or getting traded out of here real fast. So I, I, and I and I think you could do that. Then you've got a guy like that with some speedy wide receivers. That if he has to step in, he's got Josh Jacobs, an offensive line, a fantastic tight end duo, and some good receivers to help him develop. Uh, if Carr doesn't end up being the answer. And I'm with you, Tyler. I do think the Raiders are going to give Carr one more season in Vegas. It makes sense right now where they're at, and um, I think that yeah, you give him one more year, give him, get him a Rugs, get him a T Higgins, you know, the, a type of player like that. Maybe even a Judy. I'm looking at it right now, guys. If we lose our last two games, which is a very real possibility, it pains me to say that, but that's the reality of it. If we're going and losing to Jacksonville at home. Um, we lose our last two games. There's a real possibility we're going to be like at number ten or number nine uh, on the on the board for 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 picking in the NFL draft. So it, it, right now we currently sit at thirteen uh, with the Chargers and the Broncos in front of us. But we end up dropping to them and a few of those other teams, uh, five win teams, win a game or two at the end, and we're I mean we're right there. We're at ten. We're at nine. And there is a chance for a real big playmaker in the draft, but I do have to say, sitting here at week 15, still talking about Oakland having a shot at the playoffs, it feels kind of good it, it, to see it. Up, to see the Raiders still up on the big board, call it a moral victory, I guess. But uh, uh, it's 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 nice. It's a nice change of pace instead of uh, you know at the at the beginning of November going. All right, well, who can we pick up in May uh, to help this team out? So, anywho, are we done? Are we done with that game? Can we put that one behind us? Do you guys have some thoughts on that? What's Birch's thoughts on Carr? Yeah, yeah, Birch, sorry, I'm not used to you being here, man, but we need (laughs) you here more often. Your thoughts
3: Um, on Carr? Oh, Gall, I've always liked Carr. He's a good guy. I mean, he makes some amazing throws sometimes. But we know who Derek Carr is. You look at his first, oh go, what is this? His sixth year. Yeah. He, the one season, the one good season that he had, like amazing season, 2016. He had weapons at the wide receiver. He had um, he had Crabtree. He had Cooper. Um, I mean, he has to have that elite talent around him, like you guys talked about. And if he doesn't, then he just he starts throwing check downs to, (laughs) to running backs at their feet Uh or six yards behind the line of scrimmage. And then yelling at him to run the different way. And I don't know. I just, I'm on the fence. I, I, I the guy. Um, He had some great throws in the first half, that first half to Darren Waller. I mean, he had some great throws and he was, I mean, he was commanding the offense running. I mean, it was great, but then I don't know what happens at halftime in that locker room. I don't know if they just be like, all right, let's just, let's pack it in guys. We did good. That's, you know, (laughs) good job. (laughs) I don't know. So, but I do agree with what you guys said. I think if you don't, uh, if you're going to draft a quarterback, you better draft someone that has legit, like a legit shot at unseating car as quarterback. Excuse me. Kind of light that fire under his butt and, be like, listen, this this is it, man. If you don't start start pulling your weight, you're gonna be you're gone. Because we got this guy sitting here. We got Jalen Hurts, dual threat quarterback that can actually make something happen with his feet or whatever, whoever it may be. I don't know what Mayock and Gruden want in a quarterback, <clears throat> right? But I I think the ship has almost sailed on on Derek Carr. Um, and we've seen Gruden make some. <laughs> random moves like cuts right. from random people so you never know what's going to happen car could be out i'm not saying he's going to but i think he'll be there again like you said next year but looking at it again who do we have as a second option right who's right. out there no one
1: not right now in my opinion i about the biggest name i've seen people throw around is teddy bridgewater and i, I don't care for that i don't think that's an upgrade in my opinion yeah. um uh, so I think you are better off adding some elite wide receivers around Carr. I saw a post today. Somebody put it on.
0: And I, I, it
1: had to be. It, they had to be pulling my leg, but they put it on several pages on their on Facebook. And they're like, trade Carr, bring Phillip Rivers over for a couple of years and oh, get some no. elite wide receivers. What would you guys say to that move? And I thought,
3: oh, god, what? he threw I five interceptions to, to our Raiders
2: that. defense. <laughs> I, like, I'm not. A, I'm not allowed to say my response because this is family friendly.
1: I, I was like, I, I was gonna say something, but then I thought this has to be either a a prank, or b, I, I can't even argue with that type of logic. I now I, here's yeah, I
2: here's go. this though, because Drew Brees is a free agent this off season, right. He probably re-signs with New Orleans. But just say, for kicks and giggles, you could sign Drew Brees. Would you do it?
1: That's tough because I I, I want a long-term solution, right? Like, I want somebody who's going to be there for the next, you know, 15 years, like Brady has been for the Patriots, right?
2: Dude, I'd take two. I'd take two good years.
1: So, so... But my the problem is I don't think this Raiders team. We it's not like we just need a quarterback and we're there.
0: Yeah. Like
1: we need linebackers, corners. We now need a kicker after Sunday's game. Uh, uh, uh we need so much more. I so feel you like wouldn't,
2: you wouldn't pay Car. You wouldn't pay Breeze the same amount of money that you're paying Car, twenty five million a year. If he wanted twenty five million a year, you would say, "Sorry, Drew Breeze, no, not gonna happen." I would do it, but I don't think he's going to leave New Orleans. He's going to
3: finish I'm his career there. I'm saying
1: hypotheticals here. We're <laughs> no. having fun. I wouldn't. I would not pay him. I would use that money to bring in somebody else to fill in another position. Wow. Yep. I don't think so. Not for two years now. I, because I don't think Drew Brees in two years is going to lead Oakland to a Super Bowl.
2: I bet he gets a lot closer than the one we've had for I, six I, years.
1: I think, I think you're probably right. This but, is getting uh, good. I want. I. I would rather. I'd rather put that money and shore up, you know, linebacker and corner, defensive end,
3: and safety,
1: and defense, and, yeah, at, long snapper.
3: Uh, at,
2: See, that's where we really get into it. Is the long snapper position?
1: <laughs> so
2: that's how you know it's good.
1: And the problem with Oakland is, is like they're almost, like besides Burrow, like. I, uh, there's nobody – no other quarterback for me anyway personally that I'm high on the hog for, that I'm like, oh, you know, Herbert be fine or who else? Uh, uh, Tua is fine with me too. Like I just – personally, now I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. That's why I podcast and I don't sit in the front office. Um, but I I just like beside, – uh, besides the young man out of LSU, this quarterback class, uh, the only other guy that excites me is Hurts just for the fact that I think you could get pretty good value out of it like you did with Carr. I think you could pick him up in the second round. And he's got the potential, I think, to be just as good as a Herbert or a Tua without having to give up a first-rounder for him. So if that makes sense. That's just my take on Hurts. I think that's why I'm so high on the hog on Hurts. But will we pick him up? No, we'll probably pick up a quarterback in like the sixth round from, you know— Hey.
2: Mississippi Community College.
1: Yeah, we might even, you know, let's go grab Jordan Love, who just got busted for smoking <laughs> this stuff. Uh, uh, you know, he'll drop from it the gets fourth. It crazy
3: grade. here in Logan, I tell you.
2: <laughs> to the sixth or seventh. He wasn't in Logan, was he?
3: Yeah, it happened before they left for their bowl game. Oh, <laughs> that, that Logan weed
2: just...
1: Oh.
3: But wow, enlighten this
1: the... on now. What, what, what? Can you tell us anything about the blend down there? What, what's going on with the Mary Jane down in nope, Sure can. not <laughs> Birch <laughs> probably
2: sold it to him. Yeah. Oh gosh. Just kidding. He didn't. Is your hand that. in
1: this at all, Birch?
2: Negative.
1: Confirm or deny. He I busted just,
3: him. I just can't believe people are stupid enough to do that.
1: Right. Uh, right you know, before I'm the bowl game, one.
3: before your draft stock. I mean, really?
1: Uh, and uh, here's my thought, because, you know, the first argument is like, well, it shouldn't be illegal in the first place. So what? But it is. If they said root <laughs> we beer, We have that discussion, beers, haven't we? Right. If it's illegal to drink root beer in the state of Utah, you're getting ready to have the opportunity to make millions upon millions of dollars, an opportunity that very few people in their lifetime will ever get to ever get. And – Can you not smoke a product for a few months? Can you just stay away from it? Whether you think it's right or not, just stay away from it and go make your millions of dollars because all those pro guys anyway, smoke it anyway. So that's no, that's no secret. So that's just, it's just dumb. That is dumb business on your, on your, whether you think it should be right or not. That's just stupid business sense uh, on your end. Uh, So anyway. Anyway,
3: we digress.
1: (laughs) So, guys, getting to our home away from home game. Actually, no, before we get into that, we do have a call because I lamented this last time. We got like an hour and 20 minutes into the podcast. Before we got to our calls, shame on me. Shame, shame, shame. Let's get to a call this week. Tyler, who do we got? Mr. John
2: Russo hits us up uh, lamenting the loss of the Raiders. And the antics of the fans in Oakland post game. So we will listen to that and then dice it up.
0: Hey, what's going on? Tyler and Micah Birch. This is John from Twitter. Just wanted to call in and, uh, express my sadness, I guess would be the summary of my thoughts this week. Uh, disappointed, um, we were at the game, my family and I, and I know a lot of Raider fans were, and a lot of people sold their tickets, and, uh, it was a great game, a fun game. Charles Woodson before the game, that was really cool, getting to see him light the torch, uh, MC Hammer did some dancing, that was cool, and, uh, I mean, the game itself was fun, till it wasn't, you know, uh. Seemed like we were we led wire to wire. We were in control. And uh again, second game in a row, no second half points. Offense uh could not score any points. Daniel Carlson had two chances at a field goal, missed them both. And uh you know, one bad call, I agree, on the play, and that could have been the difference in the game where Derek Carr slid in bounds and went down and gave himself up. That was a bad call, and maybe we would have won anyway, but I hate the fact that we were up, what, sixteen to three and it came down to that call. Or that's what we're going to point to now or injuries. We should have been able to extend our lead in the second half and run away with it. And I thought that's what was going to happen. Disappointed and disappointed in, uh, some of the fans around me for, uh, their behavior as the game got away and the Jaguars took the lead. People were throwing things everywhere. It was an ugly look for Oakland. And, uh, the last couple of weeks, it's been a little uglier in Oakland. I felt a sad way to end it, but, uh, fitting, a fitting way, uh, considering the Raiders lost their last game before going to LA they lost their last game in LA now they lost their last game in Oakland again and hopefully Vegas will be a a winning situation for the Raiders and I'm excited to go to Vegas and hopefully see you guys there wear my uh behind the eye patch shirt off uh, DC4L uh good looking shirt by the way if anybody has got one anywho uh tough day Twitter's ugly hope you guys have a good one
1: John, fitting way to end indeed. I, everything about that game, really. The refs... Can, am I allowed to say screw us over on the podcast? Sure. sure. Today okay. we are. Today <laughs> we are. As always, Raider Nation, we are family-friendly and uh, uh, political-free on the podcast. I've forgotten to mention that the last few times, but we do pride ourselves in that. But really... Uh, we- Is there any better way for like one last big middle finger from the NFL to get (laughs) just totally messed over on a call that really would have at the very least probably sent that game into overtime because it took the Jaguars a minute and a half to drive down the field. Well, you'd run another 40 seconds off that and they don't have a minute and a half. So at the very least they have to try to tie it. Who knows? Maybe they missed the field goal or they get it and we go to overtime. And of course the way Oakland's offense was playing, I don't know if they'd have been able to score in overtime, but, uh, you know, did
3: you I, guys see though? I thought they measured it with an index card to see if he was out of bounds or not.
1: Ohio! Oh jeez! Thanks, How Gene.
2: They fit? Oh god.
3: Well, it was kind of curved, you know, it wasn't straight up and down, like you know, so
1: Oh
2: dear the index card. Oh dear me. The
1: curved no. index card. <laughs> okay, tell me which call was worse. The index card? Or the car slide what what was the worst call
3: hands down gene sterator's index card because the dude sat there and freaking laughed about it after he made the call right That's tyler
2: like gene sterator is the biggest oaf piece of crap in the world i i that guy could he needs to be taken out i I have to listen to him every week during college football and it just makes my blood boil then i have to listen to him on every other stupid call three quarters of the time the dude's wrong anyways just like his refereeing Oh, let's pull out an index card and see if the nose of the ball slides in through there what a moron (laughs) he needs to jump off the bay bridge do us all a favor oh
1: wow Wow, hate-filled words on a family-friendly podcast from Tyler. But strong deserving. words
2: from a strong man.
1: Oh, indeed. <laughs> indeed, good sir. I would have to agree because when you saw Gene, like before he made the call, you saw him like he had a smirk on his face. Like, yeah, watch this. Um, that, I think that was – <laughs> hold, like,
3: hold my beer. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was totally – he had a punchable face at that point. Like when you – it was like – that somebody should, yeah no i agree i'm trying to keep it family friendly but as far as implications go this had bigger implications because if oakland wins this game like oakland for all intents and purposes during that cowboys game like they were there were still a lot of season left and like it would have been a good win but this game now if i mean we could have been 7 and 7 at this point like as like i just talked about we're like two spots out of out of the sixth place seat instead now we're with the, I think we're technically at, like, 10, uh, tied at 9th or something like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I, as far as implications of the call go, this game's uh, call had, like, more dire effects than Gene's. But Gene's call was uh, just being a total booger McFarland. So, <laughs> anyhow. Uh, All right, guys. But, uh, John, thank you for the call Appreciate it. Yeah, man. The, the, the fans there like throwing garbage on the field and stuff. I couldn't tell if it was garbage field or the that was on the field. Um,
3: brawling with security guards.
1: Yeah, it was
2: I it saw was, some dude walk out with uh with a yes, chair. He did. That was awesome. I would have done the same thing.
1: No, you wouldn't have. Get out of here.
3: Now some Oakland A's fans not going to have a seat come next season.
1: Good for them.
2: They're losers anyways. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Jeez. Jeez,
1: tone it down over there,
3: Tyler. Tyler needs a happy meal.
2: But you know what, you guys? You know what was the difference between the garbage thrown on the field and the product that was on the field during the game? Absolutely nothing. One of them could pick itself up and walk off the field. The other one couldn't Oh whoa. <laughs> That's the only difference, because it was garbage on the field, whether it was thrown from the stands or the team that was playing on it. May I ask, oh, was that hot Arizona garbage? Uh it wasn't like quite four weeks with dead animals hot stinky garbage, but it was hot Arizona garbage. Maybe e- a week. E- that e- second half was like two weeks worth, probably. <laughs> If you average it's it probably a week's worth of hot Arizona stinky
1: garbage. Oh, man. You know what? As, uh, it pains me to say this because I sit here and I hear you say things like that about my Raiders, Tyler. and yeah, I but want they're to get true upset, and it sucks. And I <laughs> want to get angry, but at the same time, I'm like, he has a point, though. Uh, yeah, I do. I've been watching this
2: crap for my whole flipping life. And I'm just yeah. like, I feel like I can pop off about it. I apologize. I'll stop. I'll go to the penalty box. I'll put myself in a two-minute penalty. You guys go at it for two minutes. I'm going to go refill my hot chocolate.
1: All right. Well, Birch, we're going to go at it for two minutes while Tyler goes and gets himself a Happy Meal. Anyhow, we don't what? have... <laughs> Are you allowed to say...
3: He really left. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't He's know if gone. we're going to need to edit that part out or not. I He's know gone. I <laughs> Anyhow. All right, Birch. We well, head down to L.A. Or is it up to L.A.? Uh, my geography isn't great.
3: I think it's down.
1: Down to L.A. Apologize in advance because I don't have uh, a map in front of me and I am not currently residing in California. <sighs> Take on the Chargers. Chargers have been doing better of recent than the Raiders have been doing, dude. What do you see happening in that game? You have any thoughts on that? What what do you, what do you see as the outcome of Sunday's matchup against the Chargers?
3: Um, well, I don't know. At this point, I really don't know what. Right, right. Actually, actually, I'll tell you what's going to happen. We're going to come out. We're going to score a touchdown, and then I'll. <laughs> Heck's going to break loose and Phillip Rivers is going to throw for over 400 yards, maybe six interceptions, but the Chargers are still (laughs) probably going to win the game because we don't know how to score points in the second half.
1: Yeah. I hope that
3: really doesn't happen, but.
1: Right. Right. Well, you know, and the thing is that, you know, as much as we give the Raiders a hard time and and how poorly the season's gone, and I guess you could argue that point because. I feel like that's a thing a lot of Raider fans have been making recently is like, oh, well, you know, the season we've been doing better than, you know, than what we were predicted to do. Well, predictions can go take a jump off a cliff. I've seen what's happened. Oakland could be doing better than what they've been doing right now. I'm not ready to settle for like, well, at least we won six games. We were only supposed to win four or five. No, we should have won at this point about eight games. We should be firmly least. in the race. For a playoff spot, and even may perhaps even have you know be at the fifth, you know, fifth place right now with a game, game and a half lead with two games left. Um, so it's like I'm not willing to settle with six wins, there was more to be had this year. Um, and we didn't get it, we didn't get it, plain and simple. Um, so I know, yeah,
3: like you said, I, I. It sounds like all we do is sit here and bash on the Raiders. They're still our team. We want them to win. We do want them to win.
1: Right. I'm going to have my my black flag flying once again on Sunday. I'm going to have my Mad Max T-shirt on, actually long sleeve on, and I'm going to be streaming the game illegally again, and (laughs) I'm going to be sitting there yelling at the defense and at the offense because, man, I'm a diehard Raider fan. I always will be, and I don't want anybody to ever get that mixed up because I just am critical of, it, of this team, and if you've listened to this podcast for any certain amount of time, you know this, that, look, man, I love it when we're doing well, but I'm also upset and willing to say something instead of sugarcoat everything like other people do and go, oh, no, this is fine. You know, that, like that little gif that the dog sitting in the burning room. This is fine everything's fine, <laughs> sipping his coffee. It's like, no, it's not. Things could be better. And darn it, we have a commitment to excellence. And so I expect excellence. And when excellence isn't being committed, then I say why I think it's not being committed. And then you can decide if I'm right or wrong. And if I'm wrong, then that's fine. That's why we all have our opinions. So, But yeah, yeah. dude, the Chargers, I, I feel like right now at this point, the Chargers have more to play for than the Raiders do. As far as, I I thought we'd come out and at least play with some pride on Sunday, and we didn't even do that, man. Like, if we can't get up for the last game in Oakland, like what do you think you're going to go to L.A. and get up for that game? No, they're not. Like, they had everything to play for on Sunday. They had everything to play for on Sunday. A playoff spot, the last game in Oakland for the fans, and we couldn't even play with a little pride during that game. What makes you think we're going to go down to L.A.? Yeah, maybe it's our second home. But... What makes you think they're going to go down there and put a better product out on the field? I, 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 I've, I'm tired of the last four weeks. I've kept saying, oh, I think Oakland's going to come back and win. Oh, I think Oak is going to come back and win. I'm superstitious at this point. I'm picking against the Raiders just so I hope that they win because every time the last four weeks I have picked Oakland to win and I feel like I've had good reasons for it, solid analytical reasons for it because – I'm one big brain over here behind this microphone. Um, And every time they've let me down. So you know what? I don't see it happening any different. I think it's close the first half. It'll be like 10 to 17 or 10 to 13, something like that. And then the second half, I think we're going to be singing the same tune. I think it's going to be – The Chargers come out, probably put up 13, 17 points. Oakland, you know, I'll I'll spot Oakland a field goal in the second half. I think we'll get a field goal in the fourth quarter. We're
3: going to make a field goal?
1: I think so. I think so. Hear me now. Believe me later.
3: Bless Daniel Carlson's heart,
1: poor man. But I think it's going to be like, you know, I'm going to give Oakland two touchdowns on Sunday just because I'm feeling spicy. Um, (laughs) I think it's going to be like 31 to 17. The Oakland will take the L. And uh, our draft stock will improve by another position, unfortunately. Tyler! Draft stock position. Hey, you're (laughs)
3: supposed to come back in a happier mood, okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. What happened? You're supposed to adjust yourself there. So, Tyler, what do you see happening uh, with with the Chargers and the Raiders on Sunday?
2: I see a loss. And it's going to be because... Philip Rivers just carves us like a Christmas ham. And oh. he's mad that he threw four. What was it? Three or four interceptions. Three plus three.
3: two or yeah, three so that really got taken away.
2: Five. Yeah. So he's probably going to just like, I know he hates the Raiders and like, this is one game that he's probably wants to get back. So I'm gonna say that. Let's see. I'm gonna go. They beat. They beat the Jags, uh, 45 to 10. <laughs> yep. So I'm gonna say they get 38 to 17.
1: I like it, Bert. You never gave us a score. Give us a score, brother. I don't
2: have to. I mean,
3: I would love to. Uh-
1: <laughs> What was That's that? better, Birch. Yeah, yeah. I'm fall in line.
3: Um, oh,
1: so, how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man?
3: <laughs> Zip it or I'll Happy break birthday, your Happy
1: birthday, by the way, Birch. Birch turned—I uh, don't know—some undisclosed age, but uh, thirty-five. Big props to you. Happy birthday. Ooh, the dirty thirty-five. Well done. How does it feel? Take a minute. Tell us. In life, man, are you where you thought? Are you are you happy where you are in life at thirty five?
3: Absolutely, yeah. Finally, have an adult job.
1: You You have a mansion.
3: Oh gosh,
1: he buys twenty seven dollar pairs of boxers. Yeah, pair of boxers. Yeah, I don't
3: even wear boxers.
1: (laughs) Oh hell! (laughs) Okay, this is family.
3: Back to my score prediction. Oh go. Um. Well, I don't think. I think the Raiders have checked out for the year. Yeah. I think we're done. Um, would I like to see them win? Absolutely, but I, this I think this might be Philip Rivers last year in San Diego. So, or sorry, excuse me, Los Angeles with the Chargers. So he's gonna ball out. Um. Also, the Chargers' defense is healthier they have their stud safety derwin james back yep yep um we don't have any safeties period (laughs) um no offense to those guys that are playing um we don't
1: have any linebackers really either
3: nope or corners
1: minus mullen i have to give Mullen mullen a shout out yes mullen and cleland farrell played well both but anyway continue
3: yes um yeah, how come Farrell only played 23 snaps?
1: Because he jumped off sides again? I don't
3: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I apologize. Okay. That was unwarranted.
3: Score prediction: uh, Chargers are going to win 30 to 10. We don't score very many points.
2: I like it. That's sorry, Raider. Old prediction.
3: Not gonna happen. Is it really though? No, I was being that's sarcastic. common
1: sense prediction. I do, I do want to go back really quickly and do. I want to say, Mullen had an excellent game. I thought that's boy, guys, is this is Mayock's first draft class? I know it's early, but Dad Gum, it's hey, looking pretty good. You know
3: what would have changed last week's game?
1: Oh, if Abram was in there? Yes. 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 Or as we like to say, Abrams. Abrams was in there. (laughs) If Abram were in there, sure. But boy, Mullen played well. Even Farrell played well, man. Had himself a good game. I was proud of him. Jacobs is playing with a fractured
3: shoulder. Come on now.
2: And uh, Mad Max had another. Another sack. Dion Jordan had a sack. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. True or false? Mad Max Crosby gets to double-digit sacks before the year is out. Tyler. True. Birch. True. I'm glad we're not talking about Arden Key. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Just get, <laughs> get out of here <laughs> with those shenanigans. For those of you who have been following, we all know that I owe Courtney Birch one hat of his choice because I said Arden key would have eight sacks at the end of this season. I don't know what I was. I must've been in the same room with Jordan love when he and his football buddies were hitting the good stuff. Uh, because I don't know. I think Arden key ended up with one sack before he hit IR. Um, So he was close, uh, yes.
3: though.
1: yeah, he was close seven more man. Yeah. I only would have taken a couple more games and he could have gotten there. Oh, geez. Anyway, I like that. I do think Max Crosby does get to double digits. I think he he might even do that on Sunday. Phillip Rivers tends to hold on to the ball a little too long, like somebody else that we've seen. I, I don't know where I've seen that before, but uh, hmm, a quarterback that holds on to hold the ball too long takes sacks.
3: I've
1: seen that somewhere. I can't put my finger on it. Anywho. Um, Uh, But I wouldn't even be surprised if he gets in on one-and-a-half sacks this Sunday, gets that 10 mark. Guys, give me two things, two things that you want to see the Raiders accomplish or the Raiders, an individual, anything before the season is out. Two games left, once against Chargers, one against Denver. Birch, you go first. Two things you'd like to see happen before the season's over.
3: Okay. Okay. I would like to see a second half touchdown.
1: That sounds That's fitting. a tall order.
3: <laughs> and I also... hey, we're not at the bull prediction segment yet. <laughs> <laughs> I would really, I would really like to see a blowout win, like.
2: Golly, Birch, we're not in freaking bold I, predictions. You yeah. just said that. What did I just
3: say? How what did
2: I just say? To teach you this lesson, old man.
3: <laughs> you said things that I want to see. I want to see lots of points being scored. Like, this was supposed to be a high-octane offense.
1: Right. I like it. Sorry. I like go, it. go ahead,
3: Tyler.
2: I want to see. Um, I want to see Mad Max get to double digit sacks. There you I'd go. Like, I'd like to see if we lose this week in the last game of the year. I'd like to see Deshaun Kaiser.
1: There you go. Just for kicks and giggles. Oh, jeez. Um, <clears throat> you know we get Hunter Renfro back this week. That's we delicious. Do. That'll help the offense. Watch. He's going to come back, and we're going to put up, like, 30 points on Sunday. Everybody's going to be like, well, that was the piece hey, we were missing. Hey, that's a bold Bert- prediction. That's a bold <laughs> prediction.
2: Uh, I'm running the show here, old man. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man?
1: <laughs> you're, you're
3: the ones that invited me.
1: Oh, jeez. Um. Oh, gosh. Well, two things I want okay. <laughs> I, I might segue this into the bold prediction segment. I'd like to see us end the season 8 and 8. Win the last two. I don't know, that's like a no duh. But like for all the talk, I know a lot of people in Raider Nation right now too are like, "Oh, you know, kind of like what I mentioned earlier. Well, we're going to have a good draft pick." Yeah, the heck with the draft. I don't want a good draft pick. I want to see us go 8 and 8, finish out the year strong. I want to give me something to believe in for 2020, baby. I want to be going into Vegas. I'm going to be at that game. All three of us are going to be at a game. At the Vegas Stadium, come September or October, I don't know, probably September, though, I want to be believing in this team, man. I want to be excited for 2020. I mean, I'm going to be anyway, but I want to see 8-8 going, oh, man, there is so much to look forward to. I am psyched for this team in 2019. We got Ruggs. We got Murray from Oklahoma to help our linebacking core. We have some big free agent signings. We're looking like we're going to be a playoff contender and a AFC title contender. Like I, that's what I'll be given. So, give me two more wins. Let's finish this thing out strong. We have been dead in the water the last 5 weeks. I want to finish, man. Finish strong against the Chargers, against the Broncos. I want to have bragging rights for the rest of the year against both those fan bases cuz here in Idaho They're chocked full with Bronco fans. A good buddy of mine is a Charger fan. I want to, every time I see them, I want to be able to just, you know, I don't want to have to even say anything. They know. They know, right? You're wearing that Raider hat, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Who got swept? Get the broom out. Get the broom out, because you're going under the rug. The Oakland Raider Matt, soon-to-be Vegas Raider Matt. We're gonna sweep you into the dustbin of the black hole. So give me two more wins. Um You know what? As much as I, I don't think Carr is the is the person give me two strong games from carr. Carr to hit three hundred yards at least once this season still That's hasn't done prediction.
3: it. Bold prediction.
2: He said he was segueing.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. So yeah. I'm running this show, Birch. Jeez. Sorry, I was reading about how big of a sp- Snub Darren Waller. Stay, Sorry. stay
1: in your lane. That nah, he was a snub, by the way. We'll get into that. But I, I would love to believe in Carr. So, I, you know what? It would be awesome if Carr just came out and balled out the last two weeks. Both weeks went over 300 yards passing, led Oakland to a couple of wins, and it gave me some hope and thought, you know what? We don't have to address the quarterback position quite yet. Carr's Trust in you. there. Okay, okay. What is it, old man? <laughs>
3: Do you honestly think Derek Carr is going to ball out in freezing, cold, snowy Denver? No.
1: No, but that's what it. I want. Look, what I want aspect. and what's going to what happen are wants, two different Bert. things. Dang it. What? Who Who invited him to this podcast? Since he
2: turned 35, he's beating a crotchety old man. <laughs>
1: yeah, Scrooge. Jeez.
2: But- Oh, gosh. Yeah. Anywho. So that's what we I want. I still love him for his sultry voice. Yeah. He's, uh, he does have quick. that, uh, but, that heavy
1: right. voice that the people uh, want and the, the people millions. need. Indeed. Guys, bold predictions Sunday. Bold predictions.
2: Ba-ba-da-ba.
1: I haven't thought of this at all, to be honest.
3: <laughs> um, then you can go first.
2: All right. I'm ready. Oh, Bert, Tyler, hit us with it. Mad Max has... I'm going. I'm going uh, two bold predictions and an honorable mention. Oh wow! I'm going two sacks for Mad Max. No, make that three because this is bold Ooh. predictions. Three sacks for Mad Max Crosby, and I'm going a pick six for Trayvon Mullen. Dang I love it. it. And then on offense, I'm going with. Hmm. <laughs> Darren, well, let's see. No, because they have somebody that can match up on Waller. That doesn't matter. Fine. forget it. Darren Waller goes for 200 yards receiving. Oh,
1: wow. Wow. And You're two insane. touchdowns. <laughs> Just bloody insane. <laughs> I like <laughs> it, though. This I is like... bold predictions,
2: is it not? That is bold. It is. It is. I have a Stupid.
1: What?
2: I'm yes, it is. with that line and I'm going to okay. I'm going to stay with it.
1: I like it. I like it. He had what? 107
2: in the first half of the game. Maybe they stick going throwing him the ball for two maybe he goes over 200. Maybe they wow. stick that game plan for two quarter or for two halves and they keep him integrated in the offense and he goes for over 200 yards. That's wow. my reasoning.
1: I like it. I like it. Like, at this point, the offense, like, you got nothing to lose, man. Like, just go all out, right? Go all out. Like, let's just throw it all. Like, I don't know. Anyway, that's just my thought. I've been thinking that the last four weeks, though. But has that gotten us anywhere? No. That's why I'm sitting here podcasting. Birch, bold
3: prediction from you. Okay. Tyler kind of took one of mine that I was thinking with. The Trayvon Mullen pick six. Eric Harris picked off Philip Rivers twice last time. But I'm going to go with three. should yep. have been three. Uh, I'm going to say Mullen gets two with the pick six. Um, and then on offense, I'm only doing two. I'm not doing an honorable mention. Um, I was thinking about this one and I had something and Oh, okay. Derek Carr finally will get his 300-yard passing game, and he is going to have a rushing touchdown where he reaches the ball over the goal line <laughs> with one hand.
1: Does he fumble it? Or does no. It act- okay.
3: No, I said he's going to score a touchdown.
1: Okay, okay. wasn't making sure we didn't have a repeat of uh, okay. of the last couple of years. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We don't get any interceptions, right? I'm gonna go zero interceptions, but we do amass four sacks. And out of those four sacks, we're gonna we're gonna make Rivers fumble twice, and House we're gonna ball. recover both of them. And then I'm gonna go Renfro in his triumphant return, scores two touchdowns. The offense hasn't been paying attention. They're worried about Waller. They're worried about Tyrell Williams. They're worried about running backs out of the backfield Well, Renfro's back my friends and Renfro's gonna burn the Chargers twice two touchdowns on his return those are my bold predictions
2: can I just spit some stats real fast yeah, Trayvon Mullen and is in the game against the Jag they targeted him 10 times he had they he allowed four receptions for 37 yards for a 50.8 passer rating and and
1: three pass breakups. Pretty good numbers. For a first-year player, heck yeah. I love that. In the second round, again, that draft class, man, really starting to shape up and look good. We don't even know what we have in Abram. I'm going to just start calling them Abrams. That way I can just make a lot of people upset. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about, though, Darren Waller not going to the Pro Bowl is a travesty. And just another big middle finger from the NFL, I feel like. I guess that's
2: not... Well, it's the it's the fans NFL. that vote yes. on all this BS I, anyway. So really, what does it matter? That's what I, I want to know. Popularity what the does it matter anyway?
1: Like, I don't... Do you guys watch the Pro Bowl? I don't. No, because it's garbage. They right. don't even play. Right. So I don't... I honestly do not understand why it's still there. I, I don't. I, somebody said, like, well, you should have are the two worst teams in the NFL play and whoever wins gets the first pick in the NFL draft. I was like, I would watch that. And then there'd be something in the game. I know that will never happen, but, uh, that would be way more entertaining football than, uh, um, than, than watching that, what the product that they put out for the pro bowl. So yeah, that is there any doubt that Josh Jacobs will be the offensive rookie of the year? Now over 1,100 rushing yards.
3: After seeing the Pro Bowl rosters, maybe.
1: You know, that's true. That's true. You know, the only guy I could think that they would squeeze in there instead of him would be uh, Kyler Murray. Um, But even in their win, it wasn't him. Uh, The run game was dominant in that game more than what Kyler Murray was actually doing on the field. So Trent
3: Brown made the Pro Bowl roster?
1: Trent Brown and Rodney Hudson. Yes.
3: Trent Brown hasn't even played that much.
1: Well, you're just a hater, Birch. Just I'm a not a hater. hater.
3: I'm just, uh, yeah. <laughs> just,
1: yeah. Keep it real. I like it. I like it. Guys, you have anything else for Raider Nation before we wrap up the podcast? Hang keep in. Keep it them. classy. Yeah. Keep it classy. You know, our listeners always keep it classy. That is the one thing I do like. We have the classiest listeners amongst all the podcasters, I believe, personally. Um, and it is that way because of our listeners, and so, maybe we have a little. So Birch
2: sent Birch sent this uh, just a mock draft for just for kicks and giggles.
1: Oh boy, the first the round,
2: uh, first round pick thirteen. The Raiders take Jerry Judy from the University Woo-hoo. of Alabama, and then at the eighteenth pick. They take Christian Fulton, cornerback from Louisiana State University. What are your guys' thoughts on that?
1: Those two picks.
3: Uh,
1: uh, Louisiana State, who is that? LSU. LSU. Oh, Louisiana. Okay. So I'm thinking. Are you
3: uneducated
1: Idaho people? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All All right. Gosh dang it. Louisiana State, sorry, my, my first thought, I, I always call them LSUs. So my first thought is, what, Louisiana State, like, what, because there's like Louisiana Lafayette, you know, <laughs> so that's where my my thoughts are going first, you old man. Gosh. Um, can we pick a linebacker in the first round? Is that too much to ask? Yes, it is too much to ask. Gosh, dang it. Do we have fifth round picks this year?
3: We have a lot of third round picks that we can so, trade back for fifth round picks. Gosh,
1: no, a Judy like Judy, 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 Judy. Um, I yeah, I, Judy's fine, I guess. Like, uh, we need a top tier wide receiver, and I think you can easily slide him in that slot. Um, but I would rather, I would rather do a linebacker, to be honest. So. I really love a linebacker, dude. I'm tired of watching our linebackers make plays, like, 15 yards past the line of scrimmage and then get up and be like, yeah, laid the lumber there. And it's like, but he just ran for 15 yards. Like, you know, it doesn't really help. Um, Markel Lee did have a good play there in the backfield, though, I have to say. Um, just dude, one. Good to have him back against the run. So,
2: we... We have two first-round picks, three third-round picks, one fourth-round pick, and a seventh-round pick right now. That's what we have. Because we've traded
3: 17 picks for wide receivers that are no longer on the roster. Amen.
1: That is true. All right, guys, in honor of the holiday season, of Christmas season, uh, this is I, I really enjoy this time of year for the question of the week. Give me an overrated... And for the opposite side, the flip side of the coin, underrated Christmas movie. Uh, Who wants to go first? I don't know. Raise your hand. This is a video chat. Anybody? Birch! Overrated Christmas movie.
3: I think I got in trouble for this one last year. Maybe if I was, I (laughs) I don't remember if I was on the pod last year or not. (laughs) But my in laws, my brother in law, has to leave the TV on Christmas Day. Tyler's gonna get mad at me, but i You're gonna get punched I, in the mouth. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Have shoot my t- eye out. Teach you this lesson, old man. I don't I don't like the Christmas story.
1: Oh I, I
3: agree. I agree. I You're both can't. Scrooges and need to be flogged. I'm not a Scrooge. I just don't I don't find it funny. I I just don't like it. So I think that one's overrated, in my opinion. Um, I don't really know an underrated one. I would, I, I like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but I don't think that's really classified as underrated. But
1: no, it's just unclassy. So whoa,
3: no, it's not Griswold.
1: Nah. No. Uh, You guys need to be educated and enlightened in the real Christmas movies. I'm not going
3: to be sipping on some tea and crumpets while I'm watching Christmas (laughs) movies.
1: (laughs) Give it a try. Jeez.
3: Sorry, I am uh, a little feisty tonight.
2: No kidding. Bert or Tyler, what you got? Anything on the Hallmark channel is overrated.
1: Can I get an amen? Can I get a
2: witness? (laughs) I'm going to get kicked out of my house for that one. Uh, So I may be moving back to Idaho or Logan sometime soon as my wife uh, kicks me out of the house. Um, No, I hate all those stupid, sappy Hallmark movies that are made for like a budget of $1,000. And they're all the same storyline, and they're all overrated and dumb underrated Christmas movie hmm I don't know what is an underrated Christmas movie that's what I said because like elf is like very <laughs> popular so that's not underrated right like uh, oh it's a wonderful life is like very popular right I don't, I remember Micah saying some weird movie last year, and I remember what I said was underrated, but uh, I don't know, I guess. That's a tough one. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, like, is Home Alone, is it underrated as a holiday movie? I feel like a lot of people watch that, or maybe it's just me around the holidays, but Home Alone is like on constant play at my house. Home Alone Absolutely. one, and
3: skip
0: three. three,
2: can be locked up in a vault. I don't care, but one and two, those are those are classics. I
3: those bet Micah classics. hasn't even seen those. Uh,
1: you're right. I haven't seen either of those all the way oh through.
3: Oh my gosh.
1: I mean, I've seen the first one like many, many, Thank
2: you for joining us on the pod this oh, evening. Oh, wow. Micah no longer is employed. <laughs> Jeez.
3: <laughs> Whatever paycheck he was getting is gone.
2: That nothing that was in the mail, it's still nothing. Even more. You owe me for not having watched those
3: <laughs> Holy cow.
2: Oh, gosh. All, All right, well right. you... S- Micah, let us have it with your 1937
1: <laughs> close
2: Smith film.
1: Close. You know what? I feel like Black on this podcast roommate. we educate the people, oh, and I yeah. feel I'm very proud of Movie. bringing the enlightenment of uh, from our genius minds combined um, and blessing the Raider Nation with our uh, knowledge and wisdom on not only things. Football and Raider-related, but also things outside of the Raider and football sphere. So, overrated movie is Home Alone. Overrated Christmas movie. You Never. You haven't even seen, seen it. No, I've seen the first one, and I've seen parts of you the second one. You just said you haven't seen all the way through. How can you say no, it's overrated? So I amended my statement, and I said I had seen the first one all the oh way through, but it's been gosh. a long time a Long time. I mean, I was like probably in my teens, so... So it would have been, like, nine, ten years ago. Um, so that's an overrated Christmas movie. I don't understand. Like, that's fine. That's a great movie if you're, like, ten. But I, it's just, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I don't think that's a great movie anymore. I think that's overrated. Underrated movie. Scrooge. But there are, like, five different Scrooges out there, including... Um, the uh the animated one that i think was it fox came out with maybe that was a pick or disney don't remember uh but 1970 scrooge with albert finney in it that is an underrated christmas movie love that one it's actually a musical technically but there's not like the music in it i'm not a big musical fan but the music in this one is fantastic have you either of you guys seen that one albert finney scrooge 1970 Wow, what a bunch of uncultured swine I do this podcast with. Incredible, incredible.
2: Uncultured swine and you're calling home alone
1: overrated. Yeah, I am. Wow. I So there, God, this, is my, this is my time on the, on the uh, mic. We were all given a shot. So anyway, if you haven't seen it, 1970 Scrooge with Albert Finney in it. That is important because he's a fantastic actor. Go see it. And 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 be enlightened and enjoy enjoy. Might be even if you're not a fan of uh, of musicals, those the songs in that one, great. You'll actually be singing them afterwards because they're so catchy and it's great. It's great stuff. Good stuff.
2: What about the Scrooge with the Muppets?
1: I've never seen that one. I didn't even know one like that existed. <laughs> Are you pulling my leg right now, or is that is that real?
2: It's real. There's Let's a throw. Muppet Christmas Carol, okay? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, Raider Nation, call in. Give us your over- and underrated Christmas movie. When you call in this week after the Raiders lose to the Chargers, <laughs> call in. Give us your over- and underrated Christmas movies. Shoot us a message. I'm basically saying that now. Just I'm, I'm trying to do reverse psychology because then I think we're going to win. So that's that's what I'm going for. I saw a guy that bets. He bets against Oakland every week. So if they lose, he wins money, and he's happy. If they win, he's happy because he's a diehard Raider fan. And I thought, well, that's one way to do it. Anywho, give us a call in. When you call in, give us your over- and underrated Christmas movies of the Christmas time, the Christmas season. Gentlemen, are we going to be able to pod one last time before we wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Is that gonna be able to get thrown down? Do you think Christmas is next Wednesday?
2: Oh we'll get one we'll get one thrown down.
1: We'll get it in. We'll get it I, in before I have Christmas Eve off. I like it. I like it. So we'll either uh well I'll be spending Christmas Eve with my family. So maybe Monday. Maybe Monday we throw it down. We'll see. Well we'll get it. We'll make it happen. We'll we'll give you your fire or your fiery take. So Look for one more podcast and we'll sign off saying Merry Christmas before that time. In the meantime, as always, thank you so much for listening to the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. We will see you in the next episode. Just win, baby.